The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Welcome back to Minor Upsets. Minor Upsets. It is our off-week, deeply upsetting episodes where we just kind of delve real quick into one thing in news, pop culture, our personal lives that's upsetting to us. Yes. And we make you listen to it. <laughs> so enjoy this nightmare fuel uh, that we're about to discuss. Honestly, I feel like this week my minor upset is really only going to be upsetting to me. Well, I guess it's upsetting to a lot of different people, but it's not truly nightmare fuel it's not nightmare fuel but it is definitely upsetting to uh certain age groups i want to say yes so what what we what i really want to talk about honestly is the fact that in case you didn't know gen z thinks that they can identify the millennials at just a glance because of two things a apparently we have side parts not middle parts and B, we, we we wear skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. <laughs> and those are the two things that they have decided to mock the millennials about relentlessly. Um, and, you know, I've got some feelings about it, I have to say. Before we get started, the person mm-hmm. that has feelings on this, our oh, lovely yeah. host. I forgot about me. Miss Amy Bogard. Hi. And to join me and to mostly just listen to me, bitch, just like real life, is Mike the Hobbit. <laughs> That's me. Yay. Now, I think the funniest part of this conversation is that the responses on social media that are like, oh, God, they're right. Yeah. Oh, totally. That, I think that's what's upsetting. But God damn it, we earned it. <laughs> and here's why. I had to have a middle part my entire childhood. I looked like I belonged to a religious cult, which I kind of did in all fairness. I feel like the middle part disappeared after, I think it was 96, when Village of the Damned came out. And it was a bunch (laughs) of blonde kids with middle parts that were demons. And people were like, okay, no, not going (laughs) to part my kid's hair that way. I had a middle bowl cut. I was bullied relentlessly. Let me do what I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Also, technically, I do have a middle part, but it's because I also have fully scandalous bangs, which I know people have very differing opinions about. And I don't fucking care (laughs) because I look better with hair in my face in case you were wondering. (laughs) That's what they called you in school, actually, was old hair face. (laughs) That would be the nicest thing that they called me in school. So I do want to break down that there is definitely in this conversation right now between the two of us Mm -hmm. differing values when it comes to the skinny jeans. Yes. To the middle part. I think the middle part we both had experience with when we were younger, for sure. Unfortunately. I got a little more access to the side part earlier than you, I believe. Mm -hmm. But I definitely did the middle part at at points. Um, The skinny jeans was definitely something that missed me. I'm on, Mm -hmm. on the cusp of millennial where... Depending on whether you look at it, I'm either Gen X or Millennial. Yeah, you're an Xennial. Xennial. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that solid micro generation that mm-hmm. I'm 100% like, yeah, a part of. And so that includes the grunge era, mm, yeah, which has a lot of like baggy jeans with holes ripped in it, you know. And and the skinny jeans, of course, there's some holes in those as well, but <laughs> sometimes. But it, the skinny jeans was just not a thing. True, and I mean, I feel like as Millennial slash Xennial between the two of us. We have seen it all. 
We've done it all. Oh, yeah. So to say that like millennials are just about skinny jeans, look back in our nation's history because I feel as though that is truly Jenko erasure. And I will not stand for it <laughs> because that was we we had the biggest jeans of all the jeans. I don't feel like Gen Z is ready for Jenko to be back in action, you know? Ultimately, Jinko jeans were the jeans that Bell Bottoms looked at and went, Jesus Christ. Right, exactly. <laughs> I remember that was such a huge thing in high school for me, was uh, not wearing them. I was not a Jinko jean wearer myself. I was 1990s punk rock kid wearing the like plaid bondage pants with the zippers on the bottom nice. and, and the, the, the straps going everywhere. That was... That was my thing. And honestly, those were pretty tight. So that's kind of like first generation skinny jeans. Oh, no, no, no. There were ones that were pretty tight. Mm. Mine were homemade and not. Okay. <laughs> so, which <laughs> didn't have nearly the same effect uh, <laughs> as the skinny jean versions had. But Well, the beauty of customizing them yourself, they don't have to be like painted on. No, I got, I think they were just like cargo pants that I turned into uh, punk rock bondage pants. Right. And uh, so they were baggy and they were... Great for like rollerblading, mm -hmm. you know, I had to remove some of the straps so that I could actually move my legs well enough right. to do that. But something I also feel like needs to be celebrated again, when we look back on these like dark times of our past is that, you know what? Let people have skinny jeans. I feel as though we have finally moved past the leggings as pants era with the horrific addendum of the leggings as pants tucked into Uggs nightmare oh. of my school career and i can tell you proudly you never had jenkos i never had uggs which honestly probably both were very comfortable and we might have missed out but we've got to let ourselves have these little victories yeah i think that that style has mostly left i think the only contingency of people that are still clinging to dear life on that look are horse girls horse girl well horse girls have to have it yeah i think you're born wearing leggings and uggs yeah <laughs> as a horse girl that's, that's the and a vest for the, sure the han solo vest the yeah. han solo vest yeah, yeah. So, they're the ones being like out of my cold dead manicured hands <laughs> french manicured french hands manicured for hands. sure oh <laughs> what what is it about horse girls that you think that they have to have like the same style I, do the horses say something to them i think honestly that the the there's always been women that enjoyed like riding horses yes but the culture of horse girls mm -hmm. i think if you follow it back far enough you're gonna find and i don't know the the true answer to it but I, you're gonna find that there was some country song in like circa 1993 mm -hmm. that came out <laughs> that was like mean ma horse and like all these horse girls of a certain generation like all of them connected weirdly with that song huh and like culturally they were just like okay and in the song we got to find it like Indiana Jones searching like archaeology <laughs> style. The song's just like in my, in my puffy vest and my, my leggings and Ugg boots. So they it don't exist yet. Messaging. No, it was messaging. It was overt. A list of things in <laughs> wow. this 90s country song. Ugg boots didn't exist yet. And they were just like, there will be a thing called Ugg boots. <laughs> they made so much money on the stock market. <laughs> they really did. It's crazy. Brooks these and Dunn. These Woo. psychic Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> incredible real real good work those two really dude. grateful honestly that i never heard that song do you think that as a fully grown adult if i heard it now i would become a horse girl i think you would wake up in a cold sweat in the night being like i need to own a horse oh no yeah <laughs> it all of a sudden like you'd be collecting ceramics 
oh. as well. I'd be like, what, when did this start? You have one ceramic. It's not a collection yet. And they're like, I got to get more. And I said, fuck, why did I say that? That's, like, My nails just start growing out French. <laughs> you don't even get them done. Nope. They just come out that way. Yep. It's a horse girl privilege, actually, oh, no. in case you didn't know. You just really love talking about like autumn mm-hmm. a lot. You just, and, and you never call it fall. You call no, it it's autumn. autumn. Yeah. Yes. Christian girl autumn, as they call it. Yes. <laughs> Which I feel like there's got to be some definite like Christian girl, horse girl overlap scenarios. Oh, that Venn diagram is like almost just one circle. <laughs> like there's little, <laughs> little ridges that aren't overlapping, but the, the 96% <laughs> of that is overlap. The atheist horse girl is like, why do I love these damn horses? Like, I, I wish I, I was into bass. I love trotting with my horse and also God is dead. <laughs> That's a horse girl that I want to talk to. That's a Facebook group that has six members. <laughs> An atheist horse girl. We should Facebook start it group. just for like uh, people watching purposes. I, I've thought about doing that for like bands that I hate mm-hmm. just to see who comes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who's like who's searching uh, trying to find out if there's a white town fan group page on <laughs> Facebook. Like would never be your woman was a great song. Okay. There's people like lining up. To get into the White Town fan club group. The name White Town makes me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard of them before, and I do not like it. They changed their name from Redlining to White Town. (laughs) God damn it. I don't don't think it was a great choice there. It wasn't. I feel like they made a lateral move there. They kind of doubled down a little bit. (laughs) Did not make it better. (laughs) I guess that's something we can discuss on the Facebook page. Yeah, exactly. Is he, do you think that the changing the name was a good idea? So, yeah, maybe we should do it. Like, we'll first see if there is one. Because who Atheist fucking knows? Girls. Yeah. Who knows with the internet? Like, I, I wouldn't be that surprised if it was like, Atheist Horse Girls. I, I wouldn't either. Honestly... If you are an atheist horse girl, we would love to hear from you. <laughs> Please reach out and let us know about your life and you know, how it's been. Got to be hard to network with other horse girls because I just assume the <laughs> horse girls all network post church. Oh, they're at Bible study, a hundred percent. There's like the post church, like where they have the donuts that you can pay fifty cents with a little cup of coffee mm-hmm. in the parish hall, mm-hmm. and they're all just sitting around chatting about their fucking horse, fucking. Lucy the horse did this fucking brrr the other day. It was really fucking cool. And then they were like, oh, that's so cute. Like shown pictures of each other's horse. I don't know what a horse girls do. <laughs> they definitely don't say fuck as many times as you just did in that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> the Bible study. <laughs> I just thought that, that there's even less of a chance of uh, of this than an atheist horse girl. The atheist horse girl, low chance, low right? Low ball, yeah. Even lower chance, a horse girl that doesn't have her horse as her wallpaper on her phone. Oh, impossible. Yeah. Doesn't exist. Does not exist. Does not exist. I think the minute that the horse girl changes the picture to like a field of flowers right. with no horses in it, yeah. the world ends. Like that is- I think the horse gets struck by lightning. The horse gets murdered- Smited. For its meat. Yeah. Jesus. By kill people. <laughs> Sent to the glue factory. <laughs> All because you had to post a picture of your boyfriend. Uh. <laughs> Kyle's come and go. Horses are forever. <laughs> oh, no. That is a background somewhere. <laughs> That's my religion, actually. <laughs> Horses are forever is a great title, by the way. <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. How did we end up talking about horse girls? 
I think it was the the leggings. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, into horse girls. But also, I feel like I can very easily start talking about horse girls. I don't think it's a challenge. You for have me a at weird, all. morbid curiosity with horse girls. I think because maybe <laughs> did you secretly want to be a horse girl when you no, were like a kid? Honestly, no. And you know, I'd I'd admit to it for sure. You would. I would admit to anything. And I also was like really, really religious as a kid, so it would have worked out perfectly. I did have. Uh, I really, really wanted to go to Chincoteague as a kid, and that made me sad that I never got to like see the wild horses. Mm-hmm. But literally, I've ridden a horse once. It was never like my thing. I think it's just that, like now, I regret that I don't remember the name of the girl at my middle school that used to trot around like a horse and make horse noises because she was like very in the culture. Oh no! And now I wish that I, that I under I, like I wish I knew more about her. <laughs> Well, I can tell you that is not one of the atheist horse girls. No. That is definitely a, a Bible camp horse girl. Or a like horse is my religion person. You're like right. you don't need anybody else. The one that like wakes up in the middle of the night and sneaks out to the barn to like yeah. pet their horse for two hours. <laughs> brush their horse. Brush their horse. Hair, yeah. Secretly in the night. <laughs> like this horse this horse has just constant just always has a perfectly brushed coat. <laughs> Like, oh, that's weird. And you know it's a Gen Z horse because it has a middle part in its mane. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it looks like it was raised in an attic. It's got a middle <laughs> it hasn't part. Seen the sun. Middle part and no job prospects. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. <Aww. Yeah. laughs> Too real. We're yeah. allowed to roast. Yes. <laughs> they roasted first. We must roast back. <laughs> and also, like that's not even Gen Z's fault. If anything, no, it's, it's awful. It's like. The boomer generation. Mm-hmm. Let's just throw it all on the boomers. That's yeah, cool. we're feeling that too. So honestly, we pick, but we we like the Gen Zs for yeah. sure. And honestly, it doesn't really fucking matter because we are old and they are not. So they get the final opinion. Well, the Gen Zs are like Bane in the Batman movie. Like you, you simply adopted <laughs> uh, being fucked with your wages. We were born into it, molded yeah. by it. <laughs> We were born in the recession. <laughs> yeah, the millennial generation had to find out after they got their college degrees that they were worthless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gen Z knew at birth. Oh, yeah. Like the millennial parents are just like, if you want to go to school, you're paying for it because it doesn't do a goddamn thing anymore. Yep. Yeah. Gen Z was born and they were like, we're still thinking about 9-11. <laughs> we're barely <laughs> focused on this baby. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know how many global <laughs> catastrophes we've been through before you were born, I Gen mean, Z child? Truly. Jesus. And we were there, goddammit. We were there with our middle parts and our <laughs> Jinko jeans, and we evolved. <laughs> this is a coping mechanism. Do you know what, though? That skinny jeans were luckily part of the culture by 2001 because running from exploding buildings is easier <laughs> in skinny jeans than in Jinko jeans. Definitely. They're just yeah. flapping about. <laughs> flapping. <laughs> Fully flapping. Wind resistance for days. <laughs> Should really give you the gift of flight. I think that's why they didn't make it as a company. I'm just picturing like a runner in the tight like jegging jeans mm-hmm. just like fully booking it. Like like uh, Chitala in Civil War. Marvel uh, Captain America Civil War. I'm pretty sure I have sprinted in skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> because they were the height of popularity when I was in high school. And I definitely have like run from a house party or something in them. Right. I wouldn't run for any other purpose. Definitely not exercise, but like from a house party or something like that. What I want to know, and this is slightly tangential, very, no, extremely tangential. Is oh, that on this why show? Is, How? I know. Why is it that it's a natural, like, I mean, in our genetics behavior that when you're sprinting and you're moving your arms back and forth, that you're not fi- in fist. You're not like running with your fist. It's in the like karate chop. <laughs> 
shape that yep. your hands are and you're like running like that is creating better like wind it's aerodynamic aer- aerodynamics yeah. uh-huh. uh that that is the make or break on you getting away from the cops from the house party For is sure. that if you unfold your fists into ninja chop shape <laughs> yeah. then you're gonna be able to glide through the air <laughs> yeah. like a knife <laughs> just just cutting through that wind just n- like nothing can stop you the entire yeah. front of your wide ass body <laughs> is hitting the air like a wall but these fucking karate shop hands are just like gliding like a knife through the air you answered your own question that was really rhetorical you got there on your own but i kind of want to train myself to run with fists because how much more menacing is that somebody running at you just like fists punching forward like extremely fast that's terrifying you know what's the most terrifying though um, is like the full Karens that like power walk at seven o'clock in the morning and they are truly punching the air while listening to, I don't know, Kirstie Alley's audiobook. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's what they're doing. Why was that my first inclination? <laughs> I should have gone with someone at least like marginally like... <laughs> aspirational in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. No, Christy Suzanne Alley. Summers. Yep, there we go. <laughs> that's timely, right? Yep. <laughs> Really nailing our Gen Z audience super well on this episode here. I am old. It's fine. I will keep my skinny jeans till the day I die because a wide leg jean makes me look like a potato. It's just (laughs) such a bad look for me. I need some sort of like accentuation of my fucking human form. I feel like I never really got into the skinny jeans myself. Uh, even when that was like the style per se. What's it like to be so cool and different? No, it wasn't that it was cool <laughs> or different is that I had tried them on before. Mm-hmm. And have you ever seen a souffle when it first comes out of the oven <laughs> where it's like just this m- a mass of just like pudgy dough just coming out of the top in this tiny little like ramekin underneath it. Mm-hmm. And the souffle is just like this pillowy blob that's like five times the size of the ramekin that are out of it. That's how I look in skinny jeans. Like the, the skinny jeans, it's like, oh, cool. It looks like mm, decent shape. And then there's just all of this <laughs> pouring out like I didn't put the top on the toothpaste. And it's just like <laughs> seeping out of the container. See, that one's better. See, souffle is a terrible analogy. It just sounds delicious. <laughs> That's... I've never looked at a souffle and been like, ew. <laughs> it's just <laughs> oozing out of the ramekin. Which definitely is what I've heard people say when look like me in skinny jeans. <laughs> Ugh. No, not. That was a Gen Z. They were critiquing your fashion choice, yeah. not your body. Yeah. They're body positive. They had, they're fashion negative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but also, they're big into high waist jeans, and that doesn't work on everybody. Oh, definitely works on me. You can pry those out of my cold, dead hands. Do you remember when that was a big thing? Before skinny jeans and high waist took over, where we had the women's jeans that literally were like just directly above your pubic bone. Like you needed to shave. The low rise jeans. The lowest rise jeans. That you could see, like you could see a clit almost. Oh, I I truly remember having to be, and I should not have been wearing them at the age that I was. I remember having to literally shave to wear my jeans. (laughs) Because (laughs) (laughs) you could see everything, like everything everything that was haunting i like that 90s look of that it was a combination of the low-rise jeans that you could almost see vagina i feel like that's very early 2000s it was a okay in the fashion wasteland that was the early 2000s but also at the same time crop tops were still an acceptable choice oh yeah so you would have 
literally like eight fucking inches of torso. Just so much torso. to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Which for some of us, we enjoy mystery. (laughs) 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 For chastity purposes and not at all self-consciousness. Nope. Just chastity. It's for the Lord and my future husband to see my navel. And that's it. If you want eight inches, you wait for your husband to come along. (laughs) Yes, exactly. exactly. Amen. Amen. (laughs) The choices. I love that the things that are getting shit from the millennial generation is the stuff that still like kind of sticks around. But that's the most tepid things out of what could have been early. uh, Remember Frosted Tips? Oh, yeah. That was a fucking thing. I remember. Was really tragic unnecessary amounts of piercings like yeah i'm i kind of miss piercings being being more of a thing because i did have piercings i had a labray piercing i had like ear stuff done i had septum piercing Mm -hmm. tongue tongue ring um i not necessarily all at the same time but there were definitely people that went way overboard with it yeah Um, but more power to them yeah sure but piercings are just not nearly a thing anymore not the same way no Mm -mm. Ooh, this is fun okay tell me your number one most hated trend from when you were in high school, like fashion trend. Ooh, that's tough. I've got mine, so I can start while you think. I would have to go with overall shorts. Shorter rolls? Shorter rolls. <laughs> I think I, those are making a comeback. It looked like you were a dressing up like a baby. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did not like that. That's fair. And I did like the crop top under the overall look, but mm-hmm. when you make it into shorts, then also I'm just fucking confused. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. You can get the breeze in so many different ways. <laughs> just, there's that's like something you show a robot to make it like overload and explode <laughs> its head. Is you just a picture of like Brittany Murphy from Clueless in yeah. the like shorter rolls. <laughs> And then they're just like, does not compute. And they just fucking explode. I feel like that's a bad example. I feel like she was pulling it off. (laughs) She looked cute. Rest in peace. (laughs) Brittany Murphy was an icon. (laughs) If if for anything besides the fact that she looked good in short rolls. The only person. The only person. Mine is going to go ahead and be popped collars. Yes. And in case you wanted to really let everyone know that you were an asshole. You could do a double polo popped collar. I saw in the wild Mm -hmm. four. Four and on one body? One one human, I think, body. Yes. That wasn't a human. It was not a human. (laughs) It was not a humanoid. (laughs) And it was an older gentleman. Mm -hmm. So I think it was an older gentleman that didn't get the memo on where to stop with the collar (laughs) popping. Four different colors. That is unhinged behavior. (laughs) I, so as previously mentioned, I was um, horrifically bullied, which honestly, if you listen to this podcast, you're like, shocker. Yeah, right. (laughs) You're a lot, bitch. And I know. Um, But so (laughs) therefore I went through the phase that we all do in middle school. Well, not we all do, but like people that are better than me don't do that. But I tried desperately to be popular. And so I absolutely went through the preppy phase where there are photographs of me wearing a neon pink and neon blue polo double pop in the wild in the lunchroom. Oh, no. I need to see this so much. No. (laughs) I think that should be the cover 
of our show. Oh, man. We're going to have to call my mom and get her to go through the scrapbooks, <laughs> which she will. And then we'll be part of that process. Oh, that's amazing. Via like FaceTime. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it it exists. I did. I did it all, honey. I did the low, low, low rise jeans. I dressed in every fucking god awful Abercrombie Hollister overpriced, not weird racist stylings (laughs) for years. I'm I'm just picturing like the circa like 2002 girl. Mm -hmm. And it's a girl that has like high waisted bell bottom pants. Right, I would say low, 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 low rise. rise. Yep, it'd be low rise bell bottoms. Uh, maybe they're made corduroy. of corduroy. corduroy. Yes. Yep. yes. Okay, and then a spaghetti strap halter top. Yep. with a heart that's made out of like rainbow coloring. Like the Ooh, heart yeah. goes out. Mm-hmm. Maybe a peace frog. You know, those are good. And then of course the hair is like weird buns. Yeah, where the buns were like wrong. They're wrong. They're yeah. like the Bjork thing. I think was. Oh the, yeah, that's totally the thing. Where because that proves that you're like alternative. Mm-hmm. And then like a long necklace that goes yes. down to near the be- belly button. Yep. And then maybe a couple chokers as well. And the piece de resistance, which is also another one of the most upsetting trends of my youth that again, I had them, um, is the little cardigans where first of all, they were like short sleeved. And second of all, they cut off like right under yep. the titty area. <laughs> And so literally it was just for keeping your shoulders and breasts warm. And that was it. (laughs) And then it just cut off so unflatteringly. And again, just made it look like you had the longest torso of our time with your super low rise pubic bone showing jeans. (laughs) Very upsetting times. That was times that that was the whole focus is just try to make just lengthen your body like you're on one of those torture (laughs) devices that stretches your body out. Like pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking go go gadget torso. Like you looked the longest. The dude version of of that style was Mm -hmm. the uh, hemp metal ball combo like choker necklace or a puka of course or, or puka shell puka shell mm-hmm. if you live near the beach for sure oh please or listen to sublime yeah, <laughs> yeah. there we go okay <laughs> 311 fan yep uh definitely visor possibly flipped upside down Ooh, yeah mm-hmm. for that and backwards for mm-hmm. that truly or trucker hat trucker hat was a von big thing dutch hat. Yep. von dutch hats were a big thing oh fuck me this is the worst I'm so upset. Uh, the beginnings of the long shorts were around mm-hmm. the same era, and cargo shorts were fucking huge mm-hmm. with your wallet chain mm-hmm. as well. Sure. M- must have the wallet chain. Yep. And I still have fallen victim to the long short game. I, I, I know. can't do the over the knee, uh, above the knee shorts. I just yes, can't. Yes, you can. No, I cannot. That, we why? We will talk about this. Why? Off air. It's unnecessary to expose the knee. It's uncomfortable for me. <laughs> it's ungodly it's and unseemly. These, what happens if I have to kneel down on th- something? There's no protection for these bad boys right here. These knobby little knees. I cannot. <laughs> I have no protection. Fr- glass They're knees. Out in the elements. <laughs> unprotected. Who is going to save my knees? Like I need that that thin <laughs> covering of, mm. of long short. <laughs> To protect these bad boys. I guess I can't argue against that because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, I got nothing. But wait, I want to finish this ensemble because I have a, some very important pieces to add to it for the men's. Okay. Long sleeve shirt with a short sleeve shirt on o- top, top of it. Definitely. That was Ed Hardy. <laughs> oh, no. Well, making sure that the uh, the long sleeve shirt that you're wearing 
-hmm. has the uh, either, either West Coast Choppers, Iron Ooh. Crosses, or, or Independent Skateboards. That's what they are. Or like a tribal print, tribal generic print. tribal. Um, probably the Independent Skateboards, like cross thing with the independent logo that's mm -hmm. on the side of the sleeve. So mm -hmm. you're like showing the graphics that you have two graphic shirts on. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. What was Ed Hardy's like little thing that he put on everything with like a dot, dot, dot after it where it was like, love never dies or like, or love is dead. Or I don't like that. know. Either love is dead or love will never die. I don't remember. It was very deep though. That disappeared with all of my memories of the no fear logo stuff, bum <laughs> equipment when that was the thing. Wow. Remember, Um. oh shit, what was it? Uh, it was the thing where like girls wore it all the time with the big monkey face. Paul Smith or something? Paul Frank? Paul Frank. That sounds right. The Lisa's the husband? The monkey head. <laughs> Lisa's, Lisa's husband. husband. Yeah. He's not nearly as wacky as her, but he, <laughs> he does have a monkey. It might be Paul Frank. I'm not sure, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. I had a shirt in high school from the Paul Frank company that said, un inexplicably, Joe Mama. Because... <laughs> <laughs> It's really what you want to put out into the world. It was such a dark time for me. <laughs> I can't believe who I was. <laughs> I like the progression of my clothing choices definitely kind of summed up by the shoe choices that I made. Because mm. in like junior high school, I wanted to fit in. It's when I when I first went to public school. Yeah. After going to a private Christian school. Right. Um, and I wanted to fit in. We found a pair of Dion Sanders Nikes. Oh, hell yeah. From like 50% off or something. They were coming out with a new version or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. But it, the, they came out. My mom, against her will, uh, bought them for me. Mm -hmm. And they were garbage within like four months. Oh. And because garbage, I wore like, Because they weren't trendy anymore or because you like overwore them? Oh, I wore them everywhere. Mm. So uh, they just got nasty. Yeah. And uh, then I got into like punk rock and also grew up in Southern California. So there was like vans and airwalks, airwalks mm -hmm. for sure. Oh, yeah. Airwalks were the thing. And uh, so a lot of the like shoes that you could hacky sack really well with. Nice. Those were important. Mm -hmm. And then going further in, then boots. Yep. Then then was boots. That's when I was hardcore punk rock. Yeah. And the boots. Um, and you could look at the shoes and kind of just already know what's above that. Like <laughs> if I was in a, a, a stall at a bathroom uh -huh. and you saw what shoes I was wearing, uh -huh. you would know what the rest of me looked like. <laughs> You'd be able to put it together like a fucking paper doll. Like, okay, <laughs> this is the shirt he's wearing. These are the pants. Oh God. And see, that's exactly what the Gen Z people are doing with the millennials. As soon as they see the middle part, they're like, ah, oh, she's probably wearing a skinny jean, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I assume that they say. Yeah. Those those Zoomers are so hateful. <laughs> and then they're like, anyways, normalized therapy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're taking me for a ride here. Like, that's, <laughs> I 100% agree. But then on this other side, like, fuck you, kid. It's a roller coaster ride. Truly. It really is. <laughs> Could we sound any older? I like that. That is the whole Gen Z vibe, though. It's that, like, something, like, really important, like, normalized therapy or, mm -hmm. like, body positivity these great things that they're super trying to normalize just people being able to be people of right. all different walks of life and stuff fucking rat yeah. that's amazing love it but like middle parts are bullshit yeah <laughs> and you're bad for having them <laughs> like you're a bad person i mean if that's the hill that you want to die on it's could be worse i guess <laughs> choices were made uh-huh choices are always made here on deeply upsetting yeah. <laughs> i think that about wraps it up we've shared trauma which we always do um, and we've, you know, gotten to the bottom of this whole situation. And I really, really hope that 
some of our listeners send us pictures on our social media oh of them in their youth when they're yeah. when they were kids when they're teenagers i want to see the bad stuff I'll, oh yeah i'll try to dig out i me know too. i have a couple photos of me when i was a teenager me too we'll totally post those on on the social media i want to see yours though too let's oh, so badly let's do it let's make this a thing like people posting their pictures let's mm-hmm. do a hashtag uh horses are forever <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just hashtag deeply upsetting. Yeah, when when that's you're when need. you're doing it, that's all mm-hmm. we need, so we can find him. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see him. Yeah, absolutely. And if this inspires anything within you, please always feel free to send us your questions for our main episodes. That's what we do. We answer your hypothetical questions. Also, if you think find something on the internet that you think would be great for a minor upsets episode yes. as well, Let we're us know. always open to news stories or just like a weird website. Yeah. Depending on what kind of weird website, let's <laughs> nothing that would get the cops called on us. <laughs> We've already run into that before with the uh, searches I do for Smack. Oh, we talked up. about that on the last episode. Yeah, actually. the last episode. Why we're in jail. Yeah, yeah. why we're in jail. <laughs> so just we- we- weird stuff that you find on the internet. Mm-hmm. We're super down to talk about it. Send us those links. Send us uh, questions for our main show. Yes, please. And tune in for another minor upset in two weeks. Yep. Full length episode next week. Yep. Every other week. Yep. Minor upsets. Yep. That's the plan. Yay. And we're sticking to it. God damn it. <laughs> we're giving you content. <laughs> Motherfucking content. <laughs> All right. Anyways, for another minor upset, I'm Amy Bogart. I'm Mike the Hobbit. Bye. Bye. Lean my horse in my puffy vest and my <laughs> my leggings and ugg boots. GUIPodcast.com. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the musical, and Aliens done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. 